Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast. Um, I think I found out like a good schedule. I know that I was um, doing frequent uplo- uploads and that was because I was super excited for this whole thing. And I really do want to like do computer se- com- like continuous episodes, like alternate days is what I was originally thinking. But then I think that's a bit too much because I also have like a lot of work for this like next month or two. So for a while, it's just going to be probably slow uploads, maybe like two or three episodes a week. I'll try figuring out that exact exact schedule, but probably two or three episodes sounds good for now. So um, let's just get right into today's episode. This is something that was really has been on my mind for a while. And the question is like, could humans live longer than 100 years? And depending on the available resources and existing technology and how the future may be, is it really possible to increase a human's lifespan? So it was actually a funny thing because um, when I was, was like having like random dreams i've been going through kind of some a bit of anxiety and i've been having some stress lately so i've been having some weird dreams and one of my dreams was about um the age of fearing sorry (laughs) fearing um aging and i think that was a really interesting thing because it made me realize a lot of things like personally but then um a lot of things research wise as well because i was interested to find out um why uh, i would fear aging And there are a lot of reasons behind that. And that wasn't really the thing that interested me. But the thing that interested me was that could I possibly like not just become immortal, but then like extend my age and stuff like that. Obviously, the whole process is really dumb because aging biologically, aging is just your cells becoming aged and then like all of your functions, like your bodily functions, just reducing and slowing down. So theoretically, it isn't really like very much possible to um, exactly stop aging or yeah, stop aging to become immortal or extend your lifespan. But there were some things that I really liked and I looked into. And the first thing that I wanted to talk about is a man called James Bedford. James Bedford was a, um, he was a psychologist at uh, the um, University and uh, Cryonic Society of California, and he was the president of the Cryonic Society. And the reason why I want to talk about him is because he was the first person to cryogenically preserve himself, which basically means he froze himself. Yeah, so this is a concept which I think a lot of people in like have like talked about randomly or looked into. And the originally, the, the first time I actually encountered this was in a Diary of a Wimpy Kid book, where you had like this conversation about where they where this dude in the book talks about cryogenation or like cryopreserving. So I never knew that this was an actual thing. I always just took it lightly and didn't really care about it. But then it's an actual thing. There are people who are freezing themselves to be like awoken in the future. So the whole concept itself is kind of complicated. It's about um, basically you're freezing yourself completely to stop everything in your body. So you refer to these people as cryogenic humans. And what happens is cryonics is the uh, low temperature, which is like freezing, which is usually like really, really cold, like around minus 200 degrees Celsius, not even Fahrenheit. And in Fahrenheit, that's what, minus 330 degrees Fahrenheit or so. And then the human is stored in that temperature at such a low temperature for like as long as possible to be awoken in the future. The real thing that's Uh, like the whole skepticism is around the fact that can the humans really be awoken? Is it possible to uh, like wake them up? And even if they did wake up, would they be 
able to live normally or like live in the same or live the same way that they used to because the whole process itself is kind of fishy because freezing someone and then going back to normal temperature and coming out of that storage facility is there a purpose in really coming back to life if you could come back to life i mean sure if you were to be awoken like 500 years later and then you were awoken then i would assume that there would be a way to like cure yourself and bring yourself back to normal but then at that point is it even worth is the question so yeah this is um, there's also like the whole concept is something called cryosleep and um it's uh, it's basically the process where you're put into suspended animation using a drug or a chamber um generally something very cold and it isn't exactly it's kind of a way to just cheat death like you kind of before you die you kind of stop yourself from dying by freezing yourself so even if you get a cardiac arrest you immediately freeze yourself and technically you don't die you're in cryosleep but then i do believe that once you wake up you'd immediately die but that whole part is like no one really knows if that is possible and another thing that i've also seen is um when you really look at how long a human lives it's definitely just based on like how well your body is functioning and how well you maintain your body because there are people who have lived for 100 122 years which is like i think the highest so you can live more than 100 years but then beyond that it's all very difficult because um the whole point of why a person ages is through cellular aging is where your cells become older and eventually stop functioning so that's why people age and that's why people die so technically like like going through the whole fact of like trying to live a very long time like after for example like 120 110 115 years it's going to be very difficult and beyond that like i said in my title uh, living 500 years there was actually a study where um scientists actually mutated a nematode worm in which um there was something called the double mutant technique where they were able to make you know, these worms uh, five times longer and uh, oh sorry live five times longer than they usually do so like um if the nematode's lifespan is one week then they were able to make it five weeks and for humans similarly if we are able to live 100 years then with these kind of techniques is it potentially possible for a human to live 500 years now there's a whole there's a huge difference between um one person living 500 years and a lot of people living 500 years so the first technique which i talked about in the episode is was cryosleep in where you freeze yourself and yourself alone to be awoken 500 years i guess yes if you do have the money you can make you can like put yourself for cryopreservation along with your family but um for uh, the approximate cost in the us is around i believe 1000 i believe 80000 for um just your head and nearly $200,000 for your whole body so yeah it isn't a very cheap process to um do that but um yeah so there are there are around like 500 storage areas um in the world and i think like 500 people in the us are um frozen and then yeah so like most of the people are frozen in the us and then you have people in russia as well and other parts where people are starting to line up to try and freeze themselves for the future um me personally i wouldn't want to do that i don't get the whole concept of trying to freeze yourself or you're trying to like 
mutate your or body to live extra years. I don't really get the concept of that, but um, today's question is going to be around that. Would you be willing to cryopreserve yourself and why? I mean, you can always discuss that with me, but me personally, my reason is um, no, obviously I don't want to be preserved. And the reason is because it kind of ruins the whole um, purpose of life, in my opinion, because the way we are born and the way our body is meant to function is that we do have like a limited amount of time. And because of that limited amount of time, everyone tries to make the most out of it. So the whole point of extending your life is to basically just do more things. But then in general, no one's really going to do much more with their life. Because example, once you reach that like 60 or 70, that kind of age, your functions become limited. There, there isn't much that you can do. So there are, the way like I see life is that you kind of split your life into years where each like couple of years has, each decade is basically serving a purpose in your life. Because for example, when you see you're born, like once you're born, that first one to like 10 years, you have to like start learning the basics of living and how to like, how you develop yourself with the social constructs and um, what kind of things you learn, the values and stuff. And then the next decade is like basically like developing those skills and those values and bringing yourself to learn more things and then see where your future is heading. And then the 20 to 30 is basically where you decide your future for the rest of your life. It's basically how you're going to be as a human in society. And then so on and so forth. When you're 30 to 40, it's about looking at your family, bringing up the next generation, so on and so on. So basically like trying to live for 500 years is just, so like, in my opinion, so unnecessary because no matter who I am, even if I'm the king of the world, once I'm 80 and I cryo-freeze myself and I wake up 500 years, there's no one, I'm, I'm not going to know anybody 500 years later. I'm just going to be the dude who was under cryo-preservation and I've woken up because realistically, the, um, the social constructs we build as a human, always as humans, always changes in the future because right now, the way we look at stuff is like, through dollars, euros, pounds, and stuff like that. And that hasn't been around for a huge extended amount of time because if you, even if you look 100, and 100 or 200 years ago, the whole thing w was vastly different because at those kind of times, there was a lot of things that we did not have. So there's like a lot of changes that goes through a couple of centuries. And when you're looking at four or five centuries, you don't have anybody from your time and you're moving into a completely different time where yes, you might be able to live longer, but there is, a, is there a purpose to living longer is where the question comes. So yeah, even though there are people who do look into like ways to try and prove themselves, the two things that I found that were like the main ways were cryopreservation and um, genetically extending your lifetime by like mutating your cells to make it last longer. But like I said, I don't believe that these are the right methods or like necessary methods, which are really required for you to like live longer, I guess, is, yeah, just like, why would you want to do that when you can just enjoy the life you have rather than think about like, oh my God, I need to live a hundred years more. Like I can't die now. Just live the moment, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. So yeah, that's what I wanted to talk about in today's episode. This was quite an extensive episode. I mean, for you guys, it's probably going to be around like level, like 12, 13 minutes. But for me, this is like an hour or two hours because I've been like going through all of these kind of stuff. It was really interesting to read. I would suggest you guys to also read it. Um, James Bedford is the guy I mentioned. Um, that was an interesting story that he had about cryosleep and cryopreservation. 
And then um, nematode worms were the uh, type of worms which um, the scientists found a way to make them live five times their original lifespan through um, a double mutant technique. So, yeah, and it's just that because it's kind of weird when they called it the double mutant technique, it's basically doubling it, but instead of getting one plus one, they got one plus five. And that was like a huge discovery because that's crazy. Like in the name itself, if it's a double mutant, you're doubling something. But then in this case, it was one plus five. So you're greatly changing something. And that discovery on its own was huge. And then figuring out that you can increase their lifespan is kind of crazy because um, they were also able to get the results pretty quickly because nematode norms only usually live like four or like five weeks, I think. So yeah, it was crazy, the whole discovery and stuff. So yeah, I think that was a pretty cool um, topic that I had to discuss. And I think the next episode, I'm probably going to be uh, talking about omens and um, being lucky and stuff like that. If not the next episode, then definitely an episode very soon because that whole topic was, uh, the whole topic on zodiac signs and stuff still pisses me off because I had a huge discussion earlier today and I really wanted to do an episode based on that. So yeah, next episode is definitely going to be interesting if you are interested in luck and zodiac signs. So wait for that. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thank you guys for listening. Bye.